Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, my wife wants to be a supersized model. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am 40. I'm a 40-year-old man, and my wife is 36. After my wife had our two sons, she gained a lot of weight. I love her so much, and I've tried to encourage her to lose weight by working out and eating right, but she won't stick to a diet and exercise plan. I was honest with her and let her know that I was not sexually attracted to her anymore. She promised to work harder to lose the weight. Our youngest son is now six years old, and she has not lost any of the weight she gained during the pregnancy. I Mm. told her that I loved her curves, but I encouraged her to stay focused and lose the weight. She tried every diet plan that is out there, and I did the diets with her each time. One day, she came home from the gym. She was really excited and told me a man approached her and another girl about being plus-sized models for his new clothing line. She said that the guy was going to pay her to, to take a few pictures, and they had already set a date for the photo shoot. 
She told me this guy really boosted her self-esteem and made her feel better about being heavier than she's ever been. So, despite what I think and say, my wife has been on cloud nine and she changed her wardrobe by buying bigger pants and dresses and she stopped going to the gym. I don't want to crush her spirits and tell her that she's too heavy, but I'm not going to sit back and watch her struggle to get up from a chair or breathe heavily when walking short distances. I don't want to ruin my marriage over her physical appearance, but I am not going to allow her to let her health, care, her health decline. What do I do? What can I do? Please help. Okay, uh, this this is um, a, an issue here, I, I understand, because at first, you know, I was thinking, well, men are visual, you know, they don't like for women and their wives to change. They usually want them just the way they were when they met and all of that. And, and we as women always want our men, our, our men to change. We want them to, to evolve, you know, wear your, get your hair cut like this, you know, wear this suit or whatever. We're always laying out your clothes and stuff like that. But men want you to stay the same usually. So this is this is an issue because you're concerned about her health. And since she stopped going to the gym and I'm assuming stopped the diets, then that has become an issue for you. Whereas before it was just about, you know, her looks and all of that. Uh, but but I got to stop you here because, you know, you got to know that men lose weight way easier and quicker than mm-hmm. women do. So mm-hmm. just because you're dieting and working out with her and you're losing weight and she's not, come on, it takes us a minute, okay? Our bodies are built to have babies, things like that. So we have, you know... Um, more fat on us and, and, and curves and things like that. So maybe you need to be a little more patient with her when it comes to dieting and exercise because it's not going to just drop off um, like yours will. So she met a man at a gym that really boosted her self-esteem, she said, and made her feel better about being heavier. Now, you know, which is a good thing if, if uh, someone boosts your self-esteem. But You should feel that way about yourself anyway, and you should not lose weight for anyone. You shouldn't lose it for your husband or this guy that wants to make you a plus-size model. You have to feel that way about yourself. You have to want to get healthy. And uh, if you're struggling getting up out of chairs and if, if you're breathing heavily and all of that, that is going to be an issue. If not now, and it looks like it already is now, definitely further down the line. You want to be here. You want to be healthy for your children. Your your youngest son is six years old. So perhaps you need a different approach. You know, it's exciting you know, instead of um, telling her the bad things, come to her, you know, um, with positives. You know, honey, you're looking better. I want you to be here with me. I want you to stay healthy. You know, let um, encourage her to stay on her diet and things like that and encourage her self-esteem, okay? You're beautiful. I love you. We're going to do this together. We're in a marriage together. All right? So try that approach. Try that approach and mm-hmm. see how that works. And and just keep reminding her that her health is the most important thing. Junior? Yeah, well, he said, what can I do? Uh-huh. Please help. Well, first thing you do, you can start by apologizing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would go in there and apologize to my wife. Mm-hmm. If she's struggling with the kids, with the weight, the whole night. Matter of fact, my grandmother was 6'1", 330 pounds. She's a plus-size model. She actually was a plus-size Now, she wasn't in no oh. magazines or nothing. Uh-huh. But that's how she carried herself. Like, she's a plus-size oh, yes. model. Yes. Oh, big and you. Oh, no, uh-huh. she kept negligee on. If you came over there, now she might see something you <laughs> won't see. <laughs> 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 
But her name, I'm telling you, she kept it on. I've, 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 I know I'm not ever seen my grandmother breast. Just, just sit, just hanging out the Wait, side. What? Just hanging out the side. <laughs> kept her gown open. I never closed it. You your family. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, you might go in that room and see something when you come over there. So I don't know what you're talking about. Big always been. I don't have a light woman in my family. All the women in my family been big. So I don't know what is you over here talking about. You, you'll never know. My grandma was married four times. Right. Four times. Somebody kept wanting. I don't know what she was doing. <laughs> yeah, confidence. But she kept her husband. She yes. had people changing religions. Right? My grandma started off. Uh-huh. He started off as a Muslim, but when he left, he was Christian. He had, <laughs> she brought the Lord. She saved the man's Amen. life. Amen. <laughs> Now he eating bacon. Now he all got bologna sandwiches. Now it's fried pork chops in his hand. He wouldn't even touch that stuff. But he got with my grandmother and came up that room, and it was something else. I don't know what. You might want to go in that room with your wife and find out what's going yeah. on. But my grandmother yeah. kept one. That's right. I love it, Junior. Good That's job, right. Junior. That was excellent. What size was your grandmother again? Six one. 330 pounds. Wow. Yeah. All right, we'll get That was funny, Junior. We need to recap. The uh, subject is my wife wants to be a supersized model. 40-year-old man wrote in. His wife is 36. After they had their two sons, um, wifey gained a lot of weight, as women tend to do. We gain weight when we have children. Uh, he says he loves her so much he wanted to encourage her to lose weight by working out and eating right, but she won't stick to a diet and an exercise program. That's probably because of the way you're talking to her about it. You said you were honest with her. You let her know that you were not sexually attracted to her anymore. Your youngest son is six years old. Uh, You love her curves, but you want her to stay focused on losing the weight. She's tried every diet plan, all of that. One day she came home from the gym really excited because a man had approached her there about being a plus-size model. So she was really excited, and now she stopped going to the gym and paying attention to her health. Uh, Now she's eating more, and uh, she's buying bigger-sized clothes. Uh, The problem comes in is that um, she has trouble getting in, you know, getting in and out of chairs. She's breathing real heavily. So now you're concerned about her health, which is how you should have started the conversation. And maybe it wouldn't have been a turnoff to her or, or made her feel like she has low self-esteem. So anyway, so you want to know what should you do? You got to encourage her more and, you know, build her up more. And like I said, men lose weight faster than women. So don't think that just because you're losing it fast, she's going to do the same thing. That's not the issue. So what should you do? We heard from Junior. Now it's your turn, Jay. Look here. Look here, dude. First of all, there are a lot of big people who are in shape, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, she might she can get in shape and still be big. What you need to do is your little skinny ass need to eat up. That's what you need to do. Okay? <laughs> <Wait up. laughs> you need to put some weight on your ass because the, the only problem, the only person in the, in the house that has a problem with weight is you because she seems to be happy yeah. with the weight she has. Let me tell you what big women can do. Junior came from a big women family, so did I. My mama never was skinny and could run my ass down any <laughs> day. She she caught me. She would catch me. She was as big. She wasn't as tall as Junior. My mom was like three, like three eleven, weighed probably like three hundred pounds. 
But when she picked up speed, oh my! <laughs> Wait a minute! I, your mom was what? three feet eleven inches, Jay. Really? When she picked up Shirley, when she picked up speed, <laughs> really, and you Jay? could hit him feet pounding. I mean, and, and it got it got louder and louder. So, dude, your little ass need to eat up. How do you know he's skinny, oh, Jay? Huh? I you... just know he's skinny because he's complaining about her. So your mm-hmm. little thin ass, all right? <laughs> your little thin ass when you start eating. You need to be walking around the house eating every time we look at you. You need to have a sandwich in your damn hand, all right? So and encourage your girl because obviously she That's loves right. you, and if you love her, you put some weight on your ass, okay? That's all right. I like it, Jay. I like it. Jay. We'll take it. I like yeah. it a lot. All right. What you got to do. Here we go. Uh-huh. Subject, my wife wants to be a supersized model. What do you have to say to this 40-year-old man, Tommy, who wrote this, this letter? This is the biggest and best thing that has ever happened to you. I used to live in this world. Shirley and Carla knows that oh, yeah. this used to be my world yeah. right here. Size mm-hmm. 16 and up, a whole mm-hmm. lot of butt and a short haircut. Yep. Oh, my God. You got me reminiscing. Kiwi. Big baby. <gasps> oh, I had some girls that was oh, off the big chain. Honey, big honey, big too. honey. Mm-hmm. Oh, Connie. Let me tell you something. We used to do <laughs> some things. Connie. We used to do some <laughs> things that you didn't know nothing about. Let me tell you something. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be knocking this if you did the things I did with Big Honey and Kiwi and Connie. We used to do the biscuit booty brunch. Do you understand me? The biscuit <laughs> booty that, brunch. Honey? That is when we would come to breakfast naked with nothing but biscuits and make love right there on the table was the biscuit booty brunch. Do you hear me? And then we had the freaking the freaking fruit medley. Oh my God. What was that? That's when we get nothing but fruit. Just all kinds of fruit and cut it up. And me and my baby there naked eating fruit. You feed me. I feed you. We making love in the middle of Do you understand that? And then the 44 chicken wing. Lord have mercy. Oh, that's when we are both folded up and it looked like two chicken wings folded together. The 44 <laughs> chicken wings. Do you hear me? And then the sticky, sticky, bang, bang. The sticky, <laughs> sticky. Boy, Junior J, the sticky, sticky, what bang, this, bang. Man, what's that? Boy, we roll ourselves around in lemon juice, and then we get, and then we roll ourselves in sugar, and we get, man, it's the sticky, sticky, bang, bang, baby. It's the greatest thing I've ever done. And last but not least, yeah. last but not least was the sugar shake. The sugar shake. That's brown sugar stuck all on us, and we just sit there dancing in the living room, shaking. All right. You understand what I'm saying? The sugar shake, man. We got to go. You don't understand what you're missing, man. Uh, All right, listen. Email us or Instagram your your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter. Good job, guys, at Steve Harvey (laughs) FM, and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. A new season of Bridgerton is here. 
And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is he breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. 